0: Hey, yo! Here is a big time prop bet We need to get him to post this down at the rivers Where I shot my baby What will be the larger figure? The Pirates number of wins In 2020 Or their payroll in millions What will be the larger figure? The Pirates number of wins in 2020 Or their payroll In millions That's a good one right? Because currently, the Pirates' payroll projects to just fifty million. I mean, why even bother? Uh, the Pirates, as you know, traded outfielder Starling Marte to San Diego for a decent infield prospect and a decent pitching prospect. The Padres have a big-time catching prospect. Excuse me, Arizona, West Coast. What's the difference? Arizona has a big-time catching prospect. The Pirates need a big-time catching prospect. But the Pirates didn't get him in exchange for Marte. The guys they did get from Arizona are high-ceiling guys, a.k.a. long-term guys, a.k.a. who-the-hell-knows guys. The media stooges are already shining up the trade and shining up the new management, but uh, it's an okay trade. And that's all it is. No better than okay. The Pirates payroll right now, like I said, it's going to be $50 million, which is absurdly low. So, if 2020 is a total rebuild, then trade Josh Bell. They should. He's never going to sign long-term in Pittsburgh anyway. I heard Bob Pompiani interview Ben Sherrington this weekend, the new GM. Sherrington did not speak transparently on one single issue. It's the same old con, kids, but just a new group of grifters. I got no problem with trading Marte. It's logical, and they probably couldn't have got much more. It's an okay trade, no better. Boy, PNC Park is going to be a ghost town. How do you sell tickets to that? It might really be a hundred lost team. Sherrington said. That he doesn't expect to subtract any for from the major league roster before spring training. So then you're not rebuilding? And if you're not rebuilding, that Marte trade is a bad baseball trade. It's the same old con and the same lack of transparency. Did you know the Pirates get 90 mil in national TV money every year? So a bit more than half of that goes to payroll. And nothing keeps the rest. And that's before a single ticket is sold, and revenue sharing, and merch, and all that crap. But the payroll going to be $50 million. they get $90 million in national TV money, you do the math. And if they were totally committed to rebuilding, that would be okay. But right now we have zero idea what the Pirates and their new management are committed to. Zero idea. Everybody wants to give the new management benefit of the doubt. Which is precisely why Nutting got new management. To get that benefit of the doubt from the stooge media and pirate diehard fans. Oh well, same as it ever was. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Or you could follow me on Twitter at MarkMaddenX. Got an exciting show today at 5.30. I'll be joined by the godfather Stan Saverin. But at 4.30... An all-time Steeler great, made the Hall of Fame on his first ballot, Rod Woodson. That's Rod Woodson at 430. Rod made all-pro as a kick returner, a cornerback, and a safety. That's just amazing. The Penguins have signed defenseman Marcus Pedersen to a five-year contract extension with an average annual value of just a little over four mil. Boy, what a great trade that turned out to be, getting Pedersen for Daniel Strong. Pedersen's a very good, very steady defenseman with decent puck skills, good reach, and positioning. He is what the position's designed to be in the NHL in this era. Uh, Today's Tuesday. The Penguins don't play till Friday. I am way ready for the bye week to be over. Josh Yeo, talked to Jim Rutherford for for an article that appeared at TheAthletic.com. And it really sounds like Jim is going to trade a first-round pick for a winger. He's gonna. It seems inevitable. Let's just hope it's the right winger to get. I hate trading number one picks. Mika Fitzpatrick turned out to be great, but I still hate that the Steelers don't have a first round pick this year. And they could use it too. But Jim's gonna make that trade. It's what Jim does and it works. But let's say they get Kreider. Chris Kreider from the New York Rangers. Real fast skater. Real big. 6'3". Does that get them past Washington in the second round? That's far from guaranteed. I watched the Capitals play last night on TV. That's a good team, a big team, a tough matchup for Pittsburgh. Kreider ain't Hosa, nobody is. But you got to take your chances. And I hasten to add, the Penguins were far from a sure thing at this time in 2016-17. But like then, the Penguins are in the ballpark. But let's just play a friggin' game. 412-333-9939, the number to call. You know what I wish? I wish the Penguins had beaten Washington in 2018. Uh, Not least because they probably would have won a third straight Stanley Cup had they beat the Caps. And they could have. If Simone scores the shots he should, they would have. But I wish we still had Washington under our thumb. I wish that they had you know, not beaten Pittsburgh in a playoff series dating back to that one time out of how many back in the 90s. I wish the Capitals still had that running through their minds every time they played the Penguins in the postseason. But the Caps won in 2018. I guess they were bound to sooner or later, and uh, that's how that went. Uh, of course, the, the big news on the national sporting scene, I was very sad to hear of Kobe Bryant's death. And I was surprised to see its impact beyond sports. Uh, Kobe's death was almost like a John Lennon moment, if not a JFK moment. By way of a Pittsburgh comparison, it was a Roberto Clemente moment. Uh, Like always, people wonder why Kobe dying and his daughter, why do they mean more than the other seven people on that copter? But they just do. Kobe is a cultural icon, an amazing basketball player, He played in a huge media market for the Lakers, a major brand. Kobe was a hardcore competitor, wanted to win every single time, very much like Michael Jordan. Kobe's death resonates a great deal, and uh, it does so worldwide. It did make me think of Clemente's death. You just can't believe it happened. It was like the world stopped here in Pittsburgh. New Year's Day, 1973. I was 12. I didn't cry. Not right away, I was stunned. So, uh, Kobe Bryant, RIP. Pittsburgh reacted. Reacted big, especially for a non-NBA town, but Kobe transcended that. He was a one-name guy. Am I right? Just Kobe. That's what we called him. Kobe. 412 333 This uh, broke earlier today. A Florida judge has reportedly agreed to free Antonio Brown from Haas arrest so he can fulfill contractual obligations with ESPN and comedian Kevin Hart. So already A.B. gets a break. That's exactly why he's like he is. Doesn't have to play by the rules, get special treatment. That's exactly why he's like he is. That's exactly why he has zero accountability. Special trick, can't believe it, especially when he's done with football, means nothing now. The judge should have said, look, you made your bed lie down. Instead, he gets to go work with ESPN and Kevin Hart. No wonder dude never thinks he did anything wrong. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. In just a moment, we'll talk a bit more about the uh, Marte trade to Arizona. And here's a question to ask. Because I know some of you, you wouldn't dare call this show because you'll be shown up for being dumb, but, but, you know, give it a rest. Have the courage of, give it a try, rather. Have the courage of your convictions. Do you trust the Pirates' new management team? What do you think of the Marte trade? Why should I give them the benefit of the doubt? Because I'm being asked to do that. Your thoughts, four one two three 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 wxdx I missed yesterday's show because I was in ER early Monday morning with dehydration. I've been having some uh, issues where stuff goes, you know, right through me and eventually I'll dehydrate you. So I had to get a a bunch of IVs and, and really uh, was too tired to come in and work yesterday. But I'd like to thank those who showed concern for me on the internet. And you were outnumbered by about five to one by people who were sorry. I didn't die. And that's why Twitter's the most toxic place in the world. But those people are going to die, too. Maybe before me. And I hope I find out so I can laugh about it. This is the Mark Madden Show. four one two three 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 wxdx We got Rod Woodson on at uh, 430. The all-time Steeler Great. I definitely tend to reminisce about Woodson's sports bar in Station Square. Uh, some of you may remember that. What, it closed maybe 20 years ago? It's... Uh, was the Hooters there first or second? Right right, right, where the uh, Smithfield Street bridge crosses. That still might be the best sports bar in Pittsburgh history. Owned by Woodsmith's brother. It was awesome. Uh, we've been talking about the box. Here's a tweet from Marty at Lawrenceville. Tweets brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Marty tweets, if you're in a rebuild, but don't move Archer, Bell, Polanco, Moran, and Frazier, it's nothing more than a cosmetic rebuild with no future. That's 100% correct, Marty. If you keep those guys after trading Marte, you're just trying to fool the paying customers while you pocket as much money as you can. No dot on that. Here's where I'm at with the Pirates right now. I miss Lonnie Chisholm. Uh, Charrington said the team isn't rebuilding. Why won't the Pirates ever use that word? Because if you're not rebuilding, what what the heck are the Pirates doing? There's no endgame. Not one that's good anyway. Because let's say the Pirates rebuild, and let's say it works. Let's say these two prospects they got from Arizona turn out to be great, all-star-level performers. Do the Pirates pay those two when the time comes? Do the Pirates keep those two? No, because they never pay anyone when the time comes. They never keep anybody. The Pirates won't pay to maximize or extend their window on the rare opportunities when that does present. Uh, they showed that in 2015. So in context, the Marte deal doesn't start out as a salary dump, but that's most certainly what it will end up being. Let's go to Jake in Washington. Jake, you're talking to Mark. Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Thank you very much. Hey, question: a Quick question for you about Pedersen's deal. How long do you think that deal's been in place? uh It seems very convenient to, uh, to open up that quickly. Um, What do you mean? I think they were talking about it for months. Well, the the money works out to to be in about six years with this year's deal to be about 3.75 a year. You're acting Uh, like there's some hidden secret here, Jake. They signed a real good defenseman to a long-term deal at a reasonable price. Anything else? No, certainly agree with that. See you Uh, later. I mean, what's your point? Let's go to Jared on 79 North. Jared, you're on with Mark. All right. Hi, Super Genius. How are you doing today? Good. Hey, uh, I think you basically narrowed it on the head with the new GMs uh, for the Pirates. You know, they just get new lemmings in there to get benefit of the doubt. It's the same smoke well, and mirrors. they're mirror not lemmings. I in. mean, these guys are qualified, you know, executives, managers, the, the whole nine yards. But oh, the job they're being paid to do is just to, like you said, get the benefit of the doubt and do the best yeah. they can under the – Trying circumstances. I mean, in retrospect, yeah. I give uh, I give the old GM and manager uh, much credit for just doing what they could with what they had to work with, what they were given to work yeah. with more accurately. Huntington and Hurdle, put it this way. These two Jamokes, they hired Shelton and Sherrington. They won't do as well in the next nine years as Hurdle and Huntington did in the last nine. Let's go to Jay in the car. Jay, you're talking to Mark. What's up, Double M? What up? I want you to boycott the Pirates. What, me? Tell people in Pittsburgh. Just... No, people no, I don't. I don't, I don't, first, off, I don't first off, I don't care. First off, I don't care what happens. Okay, second off, I don't believe in telling people how to spend their money. You want to go to the Pirate game? Go. I go a couple times a year. Well, us as Pittsburghers should be boycotting the Pirates. Well, then why don't you do it? I am. Okay, why don't you get your own radio show and lead the boycott? What do you think? All right, well, you step down, and I'll get on there for you. Yeah, you'd be canceled in about 30 seconds. You wouldn't even be able to pronounce the whole word, word boycott. You'd get boy up and then fire you for All having right, no I'll charisma. I'm very serious about that. I do not believe in telling you how to spend your entertainment dollar. Why would I be so presumptuous as to say that? And even if nobody showed up, he still gets that $90 million national TV money. After you subtract payroll from the national TV money, he's already $40 million in the red. You think he's scared that you won't buy tickets? Hell, most of you didn't buy tickets last year. Let's go to Mark on the turnpike. Mark, you're on with Mark. What up, Steve Virginia? What up, Mike? I would far rather see GMJR trade our first-round pick if it guarantees us winning a cup. It doesn't. Now, get, it it never guarantees means, anything, bro. It never guarantees anything. True, but if we can win three Stanley Cups in five years, I'd be more than willing to go and see us give away that first-round pick. But you know what? I think, if, if, if If they can, that'd be awesome, but there's no guarantees. And let me ask you this. You agree that Washington's the single biggest obstacle as usual, right? Every year. Okay, if they trade a first-round pick for Chris Kreider, does Chris Kreider get them past Washington? It's hard to tell just due to the fact of his history. He's I don't blame Rutherford Rangers. for making the trade. I'm sure when he makes the trade, I like it. But it, it offers no guarantees. You're taking your best shot, and Rutherford thinks this group merits that, and I agree. It, mine is more of a overall philosophy. I just hate trading first-round picks, but... If he trade put, put it this way, if he trades a first-round pick for some scrub, like, I don't think, well, Toffoli from L.A., he's no scrub, but he's not worth the first-round pick. I'd hate that deal, but a first for Kreider, I couldn't complain about it. Let's go to Jake and Katanning. Jake, you're on with Mark. Uh, good day, Mr. Madden. What up? Uh, is there nothing Major League Baseball can do? Because, obviously, this ownership baseball is... Not even a thought. What would you I'm have sure them do? No, I, I I was just curious if they're What would like you have teams. Major League Baseball do? What do you expect them to do? Uh, I don't at least make an attempt to put a team together. I don't Yeah, know. it's not their team. Nothing owns the okay, team. Okay, as long as their members in good standing of MLB, they're not gonna be told what to do. Every so often MLB makes an empty threat in this regard, but they never follow okay. through. Notting has okay, every yes, right to run his business the way he wants. Okay, yeah, I just didn't know if there was some kind of literature or something. No, now, if he would turn out to be a Nazi like Marge Schott, then they could do something. Okay, then, gotcha. Thank you for the call. Break only in case of national socialism. Break glass. Well, that's true. When Shot Schott like had Nazi armbands in her desk, and MLB said, oh, wait a minute. This, this is going to a bad place quickly. 412 333 is the number to call. Yeah, I, I don't believe in boycotts. I think they never work out like you think they will. I think the fact that attendance has dropped by a million since uh, 2015 speaks loudly enough. Uh, that's very organic. It's people not going because they just don't want to go because they... See, here's the thing. I, I said this many times. I go to two games a year because I booze it up at the Cambridge Club with my buddy Jordan Wadsworth who... Gets me the tickets for the Pirates. And doesn't drink well on duty, Mr. Nutting. I'll tell you that right now. But but I only go twice. Because I don't see them as a competitive entity. I can't get emotionally invested in the winning and losing. And if I can't get emotionally invested in the winning and losing, I'm going to go very rarely. That's why attendance dropped by a million. Because people in Pittsburgh can't see the Pirates as something they want to invest in emotionally. You know what's funny, too? I hear the B-team Ah, benefit of the doc. Give these guys a chance. They got the right idea. What a bunch of friggin' shills. And you know what? Do I shill for the Penguins? You can't tell if they're good. And they're good. 412 333 9939 the number to call. Uh, what else do we got today? Going to talk more about... Uh, the Kobe Bryant thing, I'm going to compare it more. See, I hate to compare death, though. I hate to say, boy, it was it was worse when Clemente died. No, no, it wasn't worse. It just, you know. But then again, I hate when people say, what about the other seven people on that helicopter? How come we're making such a big deal out of Kobe and his daughter? Because it's Kobe and his daughter. And nobody knows the other seven people outside of, well, I guess the one guy's a, what, a college baseball coach, something like that? But, but geez, it's Kobe Bryant. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 X. Abby on The X. Weekday mornings for X at 105.9. There's been some weird stuff come out of the Kobe death as well. I just see on ESPN where LeBron promises to carry on Kobe's legacy. LeBron's career is a lot closer to over than it is the middle. How exactly will he carry on Kobe's legacy? It's not like Jimmy Page managing the Led Zeppelin legacy by re-releasing albums. I think Kobe's legacy is going to take care of itself, but but God forbid LeBron's name doesn't tie himself to anything that puts him in a positive and sympathetic light. Although I do know that him and Kobe Bryant were close friends. Uh, it's hard to even talk about this. Allison Morris used to be on Channel 2 here in Pittsburgh. Uh, now she's with MSNBC. And on air... She referred to Kobe Bryant's basketball team as the Los Angeles N-Words. Only she used the N-Word. Live TV. No kidding. Go to YouTube. Go to Twitter. You'll find it. The Los Angeles N-Words. Afterwards, Allison says she started to say Knicks, then changed it to Lakers, and there you go. You know, you combine the first part, then the second part, yada, yada. Yada. That sounds phony, but there's no way she said it on purpose. But Kobe never played for the Knicks. Where does Knicks even come into the conversation? People want Allison fired and canceled, but it was a mistake. It sucks, but there's no way a lib reporter on a lib station says that word on purpose. But I heard it. It was crazy. Maybe it was a Freudian slip. Allison Morris used to date hockey players when she was... Here in Pittsburgh. Very famous for that. In a possibly related note, Max Talbot joins my show on Friday. Uh, We got the Pro Football Hall of Fame class, which will be debated and then announced. Uh, It's really a weird way of selecting who makes a Hall of Fame. All the voters get together in a room. And and like the voter from Pittsburgh, the media dude, makes a case for any Pittsburgh Steelers. It usually is Ed Bouchette. It was Myron Cope before that, but uh, Eddie Boo had back surgery. Ed, get well if you're listening. So this year, uh, the Pittsburgh debater is going to be Dale Ollie from DKPittsburghSports.com. So if Troy and Fannigan don't make it, blame Dale Ollie. Uh, it's just a weird method. It's like running for class president. Uh, Troy is going to make it because he's so obvious. He's got that highlight reel. Like, go on YouTube and just type in Troy Polamalu in the search bar. The first thing you see, you're going to say, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Even if it's only his hair. So Troy's going to make it. Fanica won't make it because they're not going to induct four Steelers in the same year. They're not going to induct Karr, Donnie Shell, Troy, and Fanica. That shouldn't matter, but it does. Juju Smith-Schuster is posting workout videos of himself constantly. You can thank me for that. Me, the super genius, Mark Madden. That's right. Because my rightful criticism of Juju has pushed Juju to work harder. Although I would not advise putting it on social media every single time. When Juju posts a 45-second workout of a uh, video of a workout, I wonder if the workout only lasted 45 seconds. Uh, In one of these workout videos, Juju was seen carrying a medicine ball up bleacher steps. I was just impressed he didn't drop the ball, although it is a bigger ball. Now, to be totally fair to Juju, last week at this time, last year rather, one year ago, he was at the Super Bowl doing media to promote his brand on press row. Now he's posting workout videos. Then again, it ain't quite Super Bowl week. Well, it is. When's, when's the media day? Oh, media day was yesterday. And Juju wasn't there? Wow, he's letting his brand down. One thing you learn, too, when you get sick, your calendar just flushes. I'm thinking to myself right now. Is the Super Bowl this week Was is it next week? I wasn't in yesterday. what they do yesterday? Uh, so anyway, good for Juju. He's working out. Way to go. Uh, I want to talk more about the Pirates that Marte trade to Arizona. Like I said, without context, you can't evaluate it. If they're rebuilding, it's a good deal. But you need to trade Josh Bell for prospects, Polanco for prospects, Moran for prospects, Frazier for prospects, Archer for prospects, anybody you can for prospects. That's how you rebuild. When you rebuild, you don't just trade for a couple prospects – because they won't all turn out. You throw a lot of prospects at the wall and you hope something sticks. So without the context of a plan, and Sherrington said pointedly they're not rebuilding. But then again, their payroll is going to be fifty mil. How can they not be rebuilding? It's just nuts. I, I feel bad for Sherrington and Travis Williams and Shelton. Because they've been roped into this con game, and now that they're in, they have to be part of the con. You would think, though, that this Sherrington, if he's, if he's the young and upcoming exec, executive that he'd like to think he is, I'm sure, he should have demanded transparency of what he does. Because now he looks like just another rube for nothing. He just does already. Already. Like, the guy's been the GM for a couple months. I don't trust him at all. Already. Shelton's been the manager for a couple months. I don't trust him at all already. I don't trust him, them, the Pirates, the organization. Anything they do, I don't trust it at all. Tell me you do. If you do, why do you? How could you? 412, 333 99, 39. I need the Penguins to play a game, yo. They don't play till Friday. Like, one thing I do when I'm sick, I, I'm a baby when I'm sick. A lot of you probably picked up on that. So, what I do when I'm sick is I, I watch the Penguins. If, you know, I, I just sit down and watch a game. Penguins haven't played in how long? So I watched the Capitals last night. They beat Montreal. That was actually a pretty good game to watch. Mostly, though, I watched, and I've watched this, like, literally 10 or 11 times already, that series that's in reruns all the time, Hatfields and McCoys, with Kevin Costner playing Devil Lance Hatfield, the leader of the Hatfield family. That was that famous feud among the families at the West Virginia-Kentucky border after the Civil War. Man. Life's not worth living if that's all you have to watch. That and that 70s show reruns. Although they did have the very good episode, uh, was it last night? Wait, hold on. It's on Laugh TV every night. It's on IFC once in a while marathon style. I saw the episode where Eric and Donna lose their virginity. And then Donna tells Jackie that Eric was lame in the sack. And of course, Jackie tells Kelso, and Kelso taunts Eric, and Eric gets mad at Donna. Trust me, it's a lot funnier in the execution on TV. 412 333 Will the Pirates have more wins in 2020? Or will their payroll in millions be more? What number will be higher? The Pirates' number of wins in 2020 or their payroll in millions? I want to see how they explain it if they don't move anybody else and just have this team that's not rebuilding but isn't good and it's a $50 million payroll. I want to see how they explain it. Um... I saw some note on Twitter saying the world is too straight. It's too white, it's too male, and it's too straight. Well, the more you white people need to be black then. more you guys need to be girls, the more of you straight people need to be gay. We need to even out the numbers. Forget what we're biologically indisposed to do. We've got to even things up. So I'd like to start recruiting right now. That came out bad. I'd like to urge some of you straight people to turn gay and call this show and do it because the world's too straight. What is it statistically like a 90-10 split, something like that? I don't know. Who cares? Why does the world have to be judged to be too anything? You know what's amazing, too? We, we, we revel in democracy, and democracy's majority rules, right? That is the basic premise of democracy, majority rules. But if it's the wrong majority, then we want to change those rules. What a wacky, screwed-up world we live in. Uh, I did not watch the uh, Pro Bowl. I take great right pride in never watching it. But T.J. Watt had an 82-yard scoop and score at the Pro Bowl. And that concludes our Pro Bowl discussion for 2020. Uh, the more I think about the Super Bowl, the more I think Kansas City is, well, I hate to say a lock but Mahomes is the best quarterback, and he's so hot right now. Maybe Garoppolo will go off, and maybe Kittles will take over. The best football player in the Super Bowl is Mahomes. And he's at the impact position. But the second best football player in this game is Kittles at tight end for the Niners. But can Garoppolo take advantage of that? Uh, Obviously the world is too male, and particularly broadcast TV. But uh, Jessica Mendoza, it looks like she's off Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. They must think she's real bad. Because it's tough to fire her from that gig. Easy to hire, tough to fire. Did you know she works for the Mets too? She works for ESPN as a quote-unquote impartial journalist. But she also works for the Mets. One of the teams she occasionally covers on Sunday Night Baseball. That's a conflict of interest, I would say. I think Jessica Mendoza has actually done a pretty good job on Sunday Night Baseball. I say that having watched it, geez, two or three times. But uh, she was a softball player. If you want to hire a woman for that position, wouldn't it have been more advisable to hire an experienced woman baseball writer as opposed to a softball player and then pretend that softball and baseball have something even remotely in common, which they do not? And in that vein, at the NHL All-Star extravaganza, by the way, Tanger's kid was a pistol, Alex Letang. He said he's going to take his dad's job, going to take Sid's job, going to take Jari's job. Kids, you can come in here right now and take my job. You're you're pretty well-spoken and charismatic. But uh, the women played that three-on-three game, and it was pretty good. And now people are saying, the NHL needs to subsidize a women's league. What? Because one three-on-three game between national teams, the creme de la creme, it was pretty good. So now the NHL needs to subsidize a women's league? There is one determining factor for women's sports, for any sport, Will people buy tickets to watch it? And over and over again, when it comes to women's ice hockey, the answer of the North American public is unmistakable. It is loud. It, it is no, no, no. Alrighty, uh At the top of the hour, I'm going to uh, revisit the Clemente tragedy by way of comparing, and I hate to compare deaths, but comparing a bit to the... Kobe Bryant tragedy. We got Stan Saverin at five thirty, but we got Rod Woodson, the Steeler all-time great. We'll talk about the Hall of Fame, talk about the Super Bowl, talk about his career. That's Rod Woodson at four thirty here on the X. Breaking news. A judge has rejected Jerry Sandusky's latest request That have his sentence reduced. Not really breaking much revolutionary legal ground there, are we? I guess you got to appeal. I guess you got to try. But I think he has a lot more parole hearings to go before he gets out. Like, Like Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption now I don't think Jerry's ever getting out and I don't think Jerry ever should get out now here's an example of how guys who cover the Pirates just don't want to see or say what's going on Stephen Nesbitt from The Athletic who's a pretty good writer says the Pirates should have plenty of payroll to burn even in bridge mode I'd like to see them grab a couple veteran free agents on one year deals that they could potentially flip at the deadline actually that's a real good idea but bridge mode? Are they in bridge mode, Stephen? Describe to me how this is bridge mode. What are they bridging to? Because we heard about a bridge year in 2016. That turned out to be a bridge to landing smack dab in a valley filled with excrement. What's this a bridge to? Call this what it is. It's a con. And I, I, I told you it was a con when it was working and they were winning. You didn't believe me then. How can you not believe me now? Yikes. 412 Let's go to Bob and Irwin. Bob, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I just wanted to ask you what your favorite Kobe memories are and maybe share mine. I don't really have a favorite Kobe uh, memory because I I bet I've watched Kobe play a full NBA game maybe twice in my life. I, I'm not an NBA fan or a basketball fan. I think we talk about Kobe in the wake of his untimely death. We talk about him more in the role of American icon. I got to tell you, though, I did watch when he scored 16 in his fu- – uh, excuse me, when he scored 60 points this final game. For a guy to score 60 points in his final game, that's amazing. And did- he scored 81 at the Garden once, right, against the Knicks? Th- those are two pretty impressive moments. And he won five championships. That's Kobe. You know what? I'm going to say what the guy said. The guy said, should he be remembered as an icon because of that girl he raped? Boy, you Pittsburgh people, you have uh, rape on the brain. That's all you talk about, all you think about. I'd hate to look into some of your closets. Why can't this guy just in death have a moment? Why do you have to just spoil it all the time? I've been saying, you know what, I don't care if my listeners dwindle. This time sucks. You people suck. You wallow in crap and think it smells good. And the minute it smells good, you cover it in crap again. You don't deserve me, but I do deserve the money I get. Which is why I won't be going anywhere. By the way, uh, there was a big complaint with TMZ. Because uh, they released the story that Kobe and his daughter were dead before the family were notified. You know, Kobe's wife and so forth. Part of me sympathizes with that. Part of me also says, what's TMZ supposed to do? They have the story. They know it's true. It's not their job to look out for anybody else besides TMZ. So I, I can understand why they released the news. I do. Now, uh, as far as Kobe's family being notified... Tell me a good way to notify Vanessa Bryant what happened. Tell me a good way to break that news to her. Tell me it really makes a difference how she finds out. Because I just don't think it does make a difference. Go to Jeff in North Fayette. Jeff, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Mark, my favorite was when he won those three championships, but also when they let him out in Colorado. back house. See, that's what I mean about you people. Rape on the brain. Ben did it. Kobe did it. Rape, 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 rape. God, like I said, I'd hate to look into your closet. I'd hate to know what your fantasies are, too. Do you have to ruin everything? The guy, can't. let me tell... Boy, I'll tell you what. There's something I could say right now that would get me real heat, but it's true. One of your favorite... People who died in a very similar circumstance? Nah, better not. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Seriously, you people sicken me. You absolutely sicken me. Two calls in a row bringing up Kobe Bryant's rape allegations. Guy can't just die. Can't just die. Can't just be a good guy for a moment after death. You bring up the one untoward thing he did in his life. And if he did it, didn't do it, it's years later, at this point, if you want to dwell on it, you go ahead, I'm not going to. Except you've made me, which is why you suck. But that's the kind of town Pittsburgh is, when your baseball team always loses, and your football team constantly underachieves, and the Penguins are really good, but you find a way to poke holes in that, too. When you're disappointed all the time, you become disappointing. When you see losers in front of you all the time, you become losers. And that's what Pittsburgh's become. It went from City of Champion to Town of Losers. So quickly, but yet so decisively, it makes my head spin. It really is amazing what losers you are. And maybe just the people who call the show. But boy, it happens all the time, doesn't it? I'm afraid to bring up Ben Roethlisberger because right away, call rapist burger, rapist burger, Rapisberger. Rapist burger. Ugh. You know what, if I could go home right now, I would. If I could just drop this and just go home and call it a day, I would. In fact, let me see. If I could if I do three more minutes, we could play the first hour over again. Twice, and I could go home. That's how much you people sicken me. Ha tui I spit. I spit on Pittsburgh. Really, with what I have intestinally, I could do something that rhymes with spit on Pittsburgh, and a lot of you would smell better. Believe me, a lot of you would smell better. 4123339939. Mike tweets, why is everyone in Pittsburgh crap based on the small amount of people to call your show? I know it's your gimmick, but it's not logical. Uh, First off, nothing I do here is my gimmick. Uh, I might amplify stuff, but everything I say, I mean. So I don't want to hear that stuff that I'm playing a character. What I say, I mean. Uh, What am I supposed to judge? How am I supposed to judge the people of Pittsburgh? What if somebody called the show and said, Oh, I remember when Kobe Bryant scored those 81 points. You know, I remember his competitive level. I remember the five championships. I remember his feud with Shaq, which got resolved later. Why can't we talk good about the guy the day after he and his daughter die in a fiery helicopter crash? Why can't we do that? I can't. You can't. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Don't forget, we have Rod Woodson next hour. (laughs) Somebody just said... Uh, I should I should lead a campaign to impeach nodding That's a great idea. The, the boycott stuff I get the boycott stuff. Oh wait, this just did. I spoke too soon in regards to Juju. He will be on uh, Speak for Yourself with Whitlock and Wiley later this week. So I guess he will be out at the Super Bowl to promote the brand. Maybe you know you know what I got to tell you, Juju, if you're listening, doing a workout on Radio Row during the Super Bowl week man, I get a lot of publicity then again, who am I kidding you don't need publicity, you have your ever faithful camera crew with you all the time you know what I can't wait to here's where the Madden dynasty hits you another peak I guarantee Juju will do something to gratuitously let you down whether getting suspended for pot or getting arrested or something more grievous I guarantee he will do that and when he does, I'll be there waiting. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. 333 uh, Up next, we talk about the death of Comente and comparing that to Kobe Bryant. Maybe you can find a way to rip Comente to shreds. Four one two three 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 333 wxdx